I was going to show you a video after I got through speaking, but I don't know that I'll have any time. But I would like to give you the link to that if you would, uh, if you're interested, if you're not able to go online or go to your search engine and uh, and uh, and anyway, get that link transferred over to your iPhone or Android. Well, then I can send it to you. But uh, the the link is agenda weekly.com and uh, you want to look at what they have to say concerning will the freedom convoy crush COVID tyrant uh, uh, tyranny so it is agendaweekly.com the reason I would like for you to go there is because there's some very informative information about what's going on and some subject matter that I want to speak to you about tonight and and uh, suggest uh, a maybe suggestion on what uh, you might want to do in preparing for what's going to come about in the next few weeks, as it is already happening now in Canada and in Australia, and uh, there are places throughout Europe where it's beginning to unfold. I believe it's all pointing to the last days. I'll say more about that as we get into our message. I want to talk to you tonight about the subject of when a people or a nation forget God. And so we're going to look to a few verses of Scripture. First, we want to begin with the book of Hebrews. I had it already open there so I could get there before you. But somehow, I... Uh, Close my Bible, and I have to find it. It's in Hebrews chapter 10. Uh, why don't we stand as we give reverence to the reading of God's Word. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 37 and 38. The Bible says, For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. If any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition or lawlessness or wickedness or to any kind of a backsliding movement, as the scripture assures us. Uh, and so therefore... <clears throat> Since we are not of those that would draw back unto such a thing, then we must be of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And I hope that's true of all of us here tonight. And with that said, I want us to go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, again, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that uh, we as a people in this church and believers across America and around the world would sit up and take notice as to what's going on in the world right now. All the propaganda, the deception, the lies, the distortion of truth, uh, all the things that are being imposed upon us, uh, the torrential rule, uh, all of those things are indicative of your soon coming and the preparation of something even worse. And Lord, I pray that we would not be so foolish to draw back to 
of perdition, uh, to a backslidden, destructive lifestyle that would bring more judgment upon us, but that we would be faithful to stand, faithful to continue on in the path of righteousness, uh, believing uh, that it is our faith and our trust in you that brings us to that place of the saving of the soul, and that uh, you would give to us enlightenment and wisdom as we live in these very unusual days, as uh, we know that there are people, as our neighbors to the north of us are already going through it, and we know soon that uh, it could happen here in America. And so we ask in the name of Jesus that you would open our eyes, strengthen us with faith, move us from our lethargy and our, our lackadaisical attitude to a place to where we are uh, cognizant and zealous and walking circumspectly, for we ask it in Jesus' name and all of God's people Say it, amen. All right, so when a nation forgets God, what happens? Well, first of all, we might want to take a look at Job. So if you have your Bibles, you want to go over to the book of Job when I was first saved. I couldn't figure out that was Job or what. But in Job chapter 8, here we have uh, probably Benedad writing, but... I believe this is put here by inspiration of Scripture, or the Spirit of God. And the question is asked, in verse number 11, can the rush grow up without mire? And can the flag grow without water? I'm talking about different plants, papyrus, and the marsh, and the, and the reed. And we understand that... There's always, where there's plenty of water, you'll not find reed. And uh, you might find marsh. We understand that the papyrus, all of this, they need water. Uh, my wife and I, we had a tree planted by, it wasn't a tree, but uh, what was it called? Uh, pardon? Hibiscus. Hibiscus, yes. Not nabiscus, but hibiscus. Cost me $20,000 because it wanted to drink water. So the roots went in search of water <laughs> and took out about 10 or 12 feet of, uh, of, of three-inch uh, uh, sewer line. So it's amazing what that can do. And so water is important to a plant. Water is important to our Christian walk. Water is important to our nation. We need the water of God's word. Uh, we need uh, God's people not to forget to drink of that water. When we drink of the water, we drink of God. When we forget to drink of that spiritual rock, and uh, we don't uh, stay close to that spiritual rock, and uh, we as a nation no longer believe in that spiritual rock, and then, uh, then judgment comes, famine comes things begin to die. So the question is asked, again, can the, the papyrus or the rush grow without mire? And can the flag, that would be the marsh, grow without water? 
while it is yet in the greenness and not cut down, it withereth before any other herb. So are the paths of all that forget God, and the hypocrite's hope shall perish, whose hope shall be cut off, whose trust shall be as a spider's web. He shall lean upon his house, but it shall not stand. He shall hold it fast, but it shall not endure. He is green before the sun. His branch shooteth forth in his garden. His roots are wrapped about the heap, and he seeth the place of stones. If he destroy him from his place, then shall deny him, saying, I have not seen thee. Behold, this is the joy of his way, and out of the earth shall others grow. Behold, God will not cast away the perfect man, neither will he help the evildoers, till he fill the mouth with laughing and the lips with rejoicing. Although they that hate thee shall be clothed with shame, and the dwelling place of the wicked shall come to naught. So God has made a promise that his judgment will fall upon those who forget God. And again, we are reminded, as we already read in verse number 13, that the path of all who forget God will end up without hope and they will perish now, as we move along here, we go to another passage of Scripture that's found over in Psalms. So let's take a ride over to Psalms. In Psalms 50, in verse number 22, consider this, he says, Ye that forget God, lest I tear you in pieces, and there be none to deliver. That's a solemn warning. And there's so many, they forget the Lord's house, they forget the Lord's tithe, they forget the Lord's word, and they forget to even get on their knees and pray the Lord's prayer. And yet, uh, they expect God to remember them. And then they can't figure out why calamity comes upon them. As we continue on, we go back to Psalms 9. There in Psalms 9, the psalmist reminds us of uh, the peril that will come to any people or any nation that will forget God. And he classifies those that forget God as wicked people. Notice in Psalms 90, or pardon me, Psalms 9 in verse number 17, the wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations, the nations may know themselves to be but men. You see, 
right now we have men uh, in power and in authority that pretty much have exalted them to a place to where they have forgotten that they are men. They kind of think of themselves as gods. And uh, they are lording over us. And uh, much of that has to do with uh, what uh, is going on in Canada. Uh, Prime Minister Trudeau uh, has put together a special program where they want to train leaders uh, to lead in kind of a torrential sort of a way. Even uh, Putin has been uh, through this program. And there's something very diabolical and something very evil that's going on right now. And it's been going on for some time. And uh, you can look for the information, you can learn about the information, but these leaders are being trained how to pull together and uh, bring people under their thumb and under their leadership, under a Groconian type of, Groconian type of leadership. Uh, because uh, they are becoming pompous, uh, they are filled with pride. In fact, they are to the place to where they're sick with pride. It's become a disease, and they've exalted themselves. And as a result of that, they have exalted man above God. They worship creation rather than the Creator. And uh, they're moving us in the direction that they want us to go in. They want us to come to a place of uh, compliance. And if we're not complicit, they want to bring judgment upon us. And so we need to understand what's going on and be aware of the times. Just before I came to the services, Tonight, uh, I was flipping on the news at 5 o'clock to see if there was any headline news. And uh, Newsmax was doing a special on one of our former presidents by the name of Ronald Reagan. And then when I flipped over uh, to Fox News, well, they were doing a special report on the Olympics. And so finally... I gritted my teeth and I flipped over to CNN News and uh, they had a news flash about the breaking news about what is going on in Canada right now. Canada just a few hours ago has declared the entire country under a state of emergency. They are also calling upon the military to intervene. There is a movement out there, uh, a movement of, it's called the Freedom Convoy, where they are fed up with all the mandates. They've researched everything that has to do with the COVID uh, fallacy and lies and the distortion of truth, everything about the mask. That's why I want you to look to that top. A little segment there, it's about 40 minutes long. They document everything. They have uh, men, scientists, and medical professionals that show that there's not a mask out there that can keep you from catching COVID. There's not a mask out there 
that can protect me from you if you have COVID. They demonstrate it through nothing more than just papers. And there's not one mask out there that can hold in those papers. They just go out and they demonstrate all of this. And then they explain to you that COVID, uh, as far as the virus is concerned, is much larger than the vapors that pass through those masks. They go on to explain about the news media. For instance, in, in uh, Belgium, Ireland, there's been some protesting. It was peaceful, about 800,000 involved in it. But Antifa, through George Sorrell, had hired them and paid Antifa to get involved in this peaceful protest and to march. And so they had their faces totally covered with black hoods, dressed in black, smashing windows, uh, throwing off uh, what looked to be gas bombs, but they found out that they were not gas bombs. Uh, they're just nothing but bombs filled with vapor. And the whole thing is just a total lie, misinformation that the news media wants to get out there and say, here is a protest, it's not peaceful, there's rioting, there's looting, uh, there's injuries. And so then they show the other side of it, 800,000 peaceful demonstrators, but the media is not reporting that. And uh, these people are chanting for George Soros and Tifa to pay them the monies that was promised to them. It just goes on and on. And these are all well-documented things that you can see for yourself. And then you can come to the conclusion. Uh, there's a Senate hearing that the media has not talked about that just took place a few days ago where <clears throat> they went before the Senate with all the medical data that they had. Miscarriages and premature births, deformed uh, births, have escalated by more than 300% by those who have been vaccinated. And they want Congress to do something about it because of the problems and the dangers that are being well documented. And this is a Senate hearing. You can go online. You can, you can see for yourself. These are not exaggerated things that they're bringing before the Senate for a congressional hearing because they want to stop the mandate of the vaccines because of the problems that many people are having. People with heart attacks and heart disease is highly risen. And then they have also learned that more people are infected with COVID that are vaccinated than the unvaccinated. All of that has been documented. And so there is what is called a Freedom Convoy March, where truckers now are going to shut down their country because everything as far as food and supplies have to be transported. And right now in the state of Canada, they're under a state of emergency. This has been going on for more than a week now. Grocery stores are empty. They have no food. They're shutting down their, the, the, closing their doors. And people are enraged. People are cussing and hollering and saying, open up the grocery stores, 
get these crazy truck drivers back to work, but they're saying, no, we're not going back to work until you lift these mandates, until you stop telling us that we have to be vaccinated and that we have to social distance ourselves and we have to wear face masks everywhere we go because none of these things work. And so um, Trudeau is referring to these people as mad people and he's calling on the military to intervene. Same thing is now happening in Australia. It's happening in Australia. They also plan beginning March the 1st to run the convoys here. They're going to stop all movement, any transportation of food and supplies. They want to get the attention of the nation. They call it a peaceful protest. But they said, based on the Constitution, now these people are called radical and they're called mad people, but we're talking about people by the hundreds of thousands. They're saying that if nothing happens, and then we may have to put together a coalition of force. Because according to the Constitution, when you have tyrannical leaders that are going against the Constitution and mandating laws and rules without proper procedure, then they must be removed, and if so, by force. And they said, we don't want to go there, but that's the next step. These people are serious. And, this, and if you don't believe, you're not. The media is not saying a whole lot about it. They don't want to alarm you, but just go online and see. Just read the headlines. I got a whole list of headlines. I went online. I looked at some of the headlines just on Canada alone. There's 15 major headlines that came out today concerning what's going on in Canada. CNN has just put out a major headline about what's going on in Australia. All of these things are very important. Australia headline news, chaos as canvoys descend upon Australia's capital to pro protest COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Daniel Andrews warns that there will be more rules, though. He's not backing down. He's telling these people, wait a minute, huh? You know, you're going to protest? Well, I'm going to put more mandates on you. I'm going to make sure that everyone's vaccinated. They're even talking about here in the United States, if you're unvaccinated, they may start fining you. Our president just said that when this convoy takes place here beginning March the 1st, that his administration is just going to simply ignore it. That's what he said. We'll just simply ignore it. You can't ignore something that goes away. And then at the same time, I don't know if you've heard, but two days ago, he just uh, went ahead and reversed all the embargoes that we had against Iran. And it's opened the door now through negotiations for them to move were with their nuclear experiments. And so here's the, where we're going. Now I want to take uh, you to a verse of scripture It's found over in the Gospel of Luke. Now I feel as your pastor, now maybe, maybe none of that will happen in, in the great America. Um, but perhaps, you know, we will not allow something like that to happen, what's going on in Australia and Canada right now. 
But just in case it does happen, you may want to stock up on some food. You may want to get a little bit of extra top ramen and some things like that. <laughs> because, because uh, you know, it could. I'm going, if something like this happens, it only takes two or three days, and then all of a sudden you go to Walmart and the doors are locked because they have no supplies. People begin to panic, and they rush down there, and they start buying up all the toilet paper and all the Campbell's soup and everything else they can find. And before long, I mean, you've seen it before. And so... <clears throat> What's happening in Canada, if it happens here, you can be sure. And it'll probably start, they'll start probably rushing to the store much sooner because they caught Canada by surprise. They're catching Australia by surprise. But hopefully they won't catch you by surprise. Now, what does all this mean? Well, take your Bibles and turn over to Luke's Gospel, chapter 21. In Luke's Gospel, chapter 21, the Bible makes it very clear that in the last days there should be signs in the sun. Did I say Luke's Gospel 21, verse number 25? Did I tell you that? Well, I, verse number 25. Now that I got your attention, let's go to the heart of the message. Luke's Gospel 21, verse 25. We're told there should be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. And upon the earth, there's going to be distress of nations with perplexities, the sea and the waves roaring. When I think of distress, I think of anxiety, I think of sorrow, I think of pain, I think of sickness, I think of people worried about, well, you know, what's coming next? It's going to be worse than COVID-19. Is Delta going to kill me? Is this next Omicron wave, is what is that going to do to me? Uh, what more will come? Uh, what other embargoes are they going to put upon other nations? What's going to happen with China? China's already declared, declared that Taiwan is a part of China. And China is right now being very bold about how <clears throat> they believe that uh, Taiwan needs to be brought back into China. And uh, Putin has already declared uh, that the Ukraine, uh, that the Ukraines are part of the Russians. They're all just brothers and sisters. And so, you know, I, he wants to, them to comply and come back to the old Soviet Union. And so the troops are mounting up, and uh, there could be war. In fact, uh, the headlines this morning was that war could be imminent as far as Russia moving into Ukraine. They're ready to invade, and they believe the invasion is imminent. And so if they, if they invade, that means there's going to be troops that we're going to put on the ground. Uh, but I don't know that, that we're able to stand when uh, we have both China and Russia now standing together. We don't have the military to stand against Russia and China. And I believe that Russia's military technology exceeds ours now. And it's just a matter of time if we find that out. I'm, I certainly don't want to see us enter into another war. We have a president right now that is weak, and they believe that they can push him. And I believe they're going to push us right into a war. And the Bible makes it very clear, you know, when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction comes upon them. 
And right now we're feeling like we're a little comfortable. We think things are getting better, but then we look to the north of us and there's a state of emergency. We look over at Australia, same situation. Europe, there's rioting and looting and all kinds of problems that are going on over there. You see, the nations, it's, it's a global perplexity. The media doesn't want to say a whole lot about it because they don't want to upset you. The only time they want to upset you is when someone's in office they don't like. But right now, they love Joe, and so as long as Joe's in there, everything's, you know, a green light. But we need to understand we're living in unusual days. Are we prepared? Are we ready? Are we ready to stand? We think of the number of Christians uh, throughout the communist world, throughout the world of Islam, that's come under greater persecution than ever before. In India, in Malaysia, in those places, it's continuing to get worse. We need to pray for our missionaries. So the Bible talks about distress of nations, plural. And so there are distresses. And so things will continue to get worse. The dollar, by the way, our dollar right now is still considered to be fairly strong. But eventually, it could, we could overnight find out that our dollar is not worth much anymore. It doesn't take much. It just downgrade a little bit the value of the dollar, and all of a sudden we go, we go from a triple A to a double A, then we're in trouble. And uh, we no longer have the powering power that we once had. And so anxiety is said, there are a lot of people out there suffering with anxiety. And by the way, there are some COVID diseases out there. The virus is helping with that anxiety. I believe a lot of this is experimental. Find out what they can do, what they, how fast it can go, and how they can keep it under control. The next thing that we see is perplexity. Notice that. The stress of nations with perplexity. Now, what does that mean? Distress of nations with perplexity. Well, it means that uh, we have the inability to figure out what's going on. I mean, it just brings us to a plate of bewilderment and total confusion. Like, well, wait a minute. Everyone's supposed to be vaccinated, and they're pushing right now for a third and a fourth booster vaccination. But more people who are vaccinated are coming down sick than the unvaccinated. Now, why is that? Uh, we're to wear a face mask, but it's still spreading. People are still coming down sick. And we are told from the very beginning by the CDC and the World Health Organization that the mask wouldn't help, but now we're told to wear the mask. And so we're perplexed. Why are we wearing a mask if the mask doesn't help? Why does social distancing, standing six feet away, how does that help? How does it help to keep you from getting COVID when you go into a restaurant, sit down to eat your food while others pass by with a face mask on? How does that help? When four feet away, someone's sitting next to you without their face mask on, people walking by with their face mask on. Does that make any sense? You go into the grocery store and people are playing with their face masks and they're picking up apples and feeling them and putting them back down. You know, we're, you know and so we're perplexed and we're confused. 
Oh, so why are they putting more mandates? Uh, why do they remove the mandates and then, uh, then they, they, they impose more mandates on us? And so we're living in a time where we have the inability to figure out what's going on. We're just totally confused. For you that got your first vaccination, you were told with that particular vaccination you'd be okay. If you got one, I believe it was Johnson & Johnson, you need two, but uh, the other you only needed one. Well, now you need a third one, and now you need a fourth one. And why is that? And then why are people coming down with it? Brother Jerry and I, we've been visiting with Shirley Lycan. She's a sweet little lady. And her son is fully vaccinated and is now sick with COVID. Why is he sick with COVID? He's fully vaccinated. He's had all the vaccines and he's sick with COVID. And she's been quarantined for several days. She was going to be here this Sunday, but right now she's quarantined because she's been around her son who's been fully vaccinated and now has COVID. What's going on? How can we figure all that out? Why is it you go over to Palm Springs and you have to show that you've been vaccinated to eat in a restaurant, but you can go over here to Cathedral City or into Rancho Mirage and you don't have to? Why is it that you go into one town, you have to wear a face mask, you go to another town in this valley, you don't have to wear a face mask? What are we doing to stop the spreading of this horrible, deadly disease? If that be true, why do we have all these conflicting mandates that make no sense from one area to another area? They talked about in, in Canada, this was the Canada news reporter saying, these mad truck drivers and other people involved in this protest, they want us to, re they want us to to release all the mandates and all the restrictions and allow people to go about without any face mask, without any social distancing, without being vaccinated, when our hospitals right now are filled with people dying of COVID. Excuse me, I was at the emergency room last Sunday at Eisenhower and it was almost empty. I got right in there and right out. Same way when I was over at urgent care. I didn't see the people lined up. The ambulance weren't coming in and out with people dying of COVID. There's something going on. The media is playing along with this. And there are people out there by the hundreds of thousands that are fed up with it. And so they're going to do something about it. They call it the Freedom March, the Freedom Convoy. Uh, but... Uh, What's going on in Canada is going to go on as it starts spreading around the world and it's going to come here soon because they already plan to do it. You can mark it down. I believe it's going to happen. There's one other verse there, or one other part of this verse. The Bible says not only will there be distress with nations or distress of nations with perplexity, but the sea and the wave roaring. Now that uh, is not only in reference to climactic 
destruction, it's in reference to also political destruction. The waves roaring is in reference to an intense commotion that's going to be going on in the world. And right now, there is an intense commotion going on. We got these big countries, powerful countries, that are ready to pound on these smaller countries. And we got the brave, big United States of America uh, inducting into their military same-sex marriages of women that are going to be brave soldiers to fight against uh, these well-prepared soldiers from China and Russia. If you want to see something quite disturbing right now, you can go out there online. Uh, someone has put a montage of military ads from China and Russia and the United States, and you just look at those military ads, and uh, you decide uh, what nation you might want to be a little more concerned about going to war with. With the United States, they show two women getting married, and one of those ladies joining the United States Army and preparing to be a great warrior for the United States of America. And then they show Russia with these men pumping iron, doing push-ups, big biceps, triceps, big pecs, you know, standing in attention, marching down the street, and the same with China. And so there's the comparison. It's, quite, it's an eye-opener, you know, and, and we laugh at that. But, uh, you know, they're probably laughing at us right now. We need to pray for America. We need leadership in our country. Because I believe that if America doesn't repent, we're on the road of destruction because America has forgot God. We should be calling on a national day of prayer and fasting with what's going on in the world. But nothing has been said about prayer and fasting. We had one day of prayer under the Biden administration, but not one mention of God, not one mention of the Bible was mentioned. America needs to come back to the Lord with every head bowed. Heavenly Father, we do pray for our country. We pray that our hearts would be stirred and that we would be brought back to a place of genuine revival. We pray, Lord, that uh, you would help us to walk circumspectly uh, in a world that is right now on the verge of almost anything. We understand, Heavenly Father, that your word makes it so clear to us and that when a nation forgets God, and so many have, and when they start targeting God's people and going after those who stand for righteousness, it only is evident to us who have drawn close to you that we're living in dark days. Lord, may we be faithful to remain standing for you when that time comes to where we have to take a stand.
may we not uh, be concerned or